coming up right now, I wanted to have a chat about um, some new federal rules that mean borrowing money for a mortgage is going to be harder than it was before. Um, and there's some concern that could lead to an increase in mortgage fraud. You know, people trying to fudge the numbers a little bit to try and qualify for a little more. Uh, Leah Zlatkin is an expert with LowestRates.ca and a principal broker at Bright Mortgage. And she phones. Uh, she joins us now to chat about this. Um, did, I, did I get the name right, Leah? Yeah, you did. Okay, it's good. a hard okay. one to pronounce, but thank you. Uh, okay, so let's talk about this here. First of all, the changes. What exactly are the changes in terms of borrowing to buy a home in Canada? What are the new rules? Yeah, so as of June 1st, we're likely to see that OSFI, which is the Office of the Superintendent of Financial Institutions in Canada, is going to be raising the qualifying rate from 4.79% to 5.25% for people buying uninsurable homes. So in layman's terms, what this means is that for somebody purchasing a home over $1 million with 20% down, there's going to be about a 5% difference in the affordability that they would have had before Mm -hmm. compared to now. So they'll qualify for 5% less mortgage dollars. So what they're saying basically is, okay, we don't care if you can handle the payments based on what the interest rates are now. We want to know if you can handle them if interest rates go up to, as you said, that five point whatever, right? Correct, exactly. And so, you know, this isn't going to have a huge impact, but in cases where people are really close to that borderline, we're probably going to start to see a little bit more of this, you know, people believing that they are fudging their numbers in their own benefit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they might try and stretch themselves a little further um, than the truth. And in those situations, you know, this can be really problematic. Um, and so this is just something that we're probably going to start to see as, as time moves on here. So what you're talking about here is basically people going to the bank and saying they earn a little more than they do so they can qualify for a little more than possibly they're allowed to. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, Equifax just recently released um, a survey that was talking about how how truthful people are on loan applications <laughs> or credit applications. And they actually determined that, you know, the national average is about 7% of people um, have not been previous previously truthful on credit or loan applications. But millennials as a group actually are at 14% for Whoa. this. And so as millennials move into this housing market and as millennials are the ones who are most dramatically impacted because they're going to be those first-time homebuyers, they're going to be the entrance to the market, that raises a little bit of a red flag within the broker community or within the banking community that we need to be on the lookout for this kind of fraud. Yeah, how do you do that? I mean, I remember when I applied for a mortgage, you know, they check with your employer and all kinds of things. So it's not like you can just put whatever you want down there. Aren't there some checks in place already? Yeah, of course. So there's lots of checks and balances, and I won't speak to specifically what those are because as an industry, we're usually very guarded around how we detect fraud because we want to continue to be able to detect fraud. Um, But definitely, you know, as a broker myself, when I talk to an applicant, um, I try and emphasize, oh, okay, you make this much per year, and I'll ask very specific questions to try and narrow that down. Then I've got my underwriter on my side of things who actually goes through files as well. And then from the lender side of things, you know, there's the underwriter on the lender side of things, and we do final checks and balances as well, sometimes with insurers. So there's about four or five different you know, levels of checking for fraud, Mm -hmm. but there's always, you know, those few cases where people try and slip through the cracks and they get caught. Um, And if they get caught on the broker side of things, so if they get caught by me or by my underwriter, you know, we usually try and have a conversation with somebody to understand whether it was a misunderstanding. 
Um, but if you get caught on the lender side of things, that can dramatically impact you. That can prevent you from being able to get a mortgage at all. Um, so, oh, really? you know, as, yeah, as, as Canadians start, start having these situations arise where they need to qualify for just a little bit more, or they're just on the cusp of being able to get that dream home or that first home. Um, Canadians need to be really careful because, you know, something that might seem harmless right now could make it really difficult for you to get a mortgage later on. Interesting. So there are, that could really set you back in that way. But I mean, there's also consequences in terms of you could end up in over your head. I mean, these rules are in place for a reason, right? Yeah, 100%. And so, you know, most people think about it this way. Okay, well, my mortgage rate today is going to be 1.3%. What does it matter if the Prime Bank of Canada raises interest rates a little bit? You know, still at most, I'm going to be paying 2%. That's way off of that 5.25% that they're going to qualify me at. So I'm fine. Mm -hmm. But when you take into account the fact that maybe, you know, right now you're buying a home, and you don't have a car, but you're buying a home in the suburbs and all of a sudden you might need a car. You've got now a lease payment as well. Um, you know, maybe your spouse or your partner also has a new lease payment. Now you've got two lease payments. You know, you're maybe putting the kids in school or doing something else. Um, and then, you know, you've got new hydro bills and things sort of build up. And so all of a sudden somebody loses a job or gets some hours cut back and things can get tight, especially if rates are going up at the same time. So for a lot of these Canadians, these these sort of checks and balances are put in place to make sure that we can all continue paying our mortgages and so that nobody has deferral situations. And uh, when we talk about interest rates, they're, they're not going any lower. They can't go any lower. The only way they can go is up, right? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> um, well, you know, there's a lot of speculation in the market and Bank of Canada actually um, has rectified a few statements that they made earlier in the year. So originally they were saying that they weren't going to be raising the Bank of Canada prime rate until at least 2023. And now they're saying that we're on a better track to economic recovery. So they might be increasing rates as early as end of 2022. So Q4 of 2022. Okay. So we could see those interest rates going up on the variable side of things. From a fixed rate perspective, though, we have seen a slow and steady gradual increase compared to where we were at about three, four months ago. So three, four months ago, rates were about 0.4% lower than they are right now. So we have already started seeing an increase in fixed rates and variable rates. Many expect that they're going to continue going up, including myself. Right. Okay. So now just to clarify, because some listeners are asking, who does this apply to? It's not everybody applying for a mortgage, right? It's, as you said, uh, homes that are mortgages that are uninsurable, basically. Yeah, so this is uninsurable mortgages. So to define that for everyone, what an uninsurable mortgage is, is when you're purchasing a home over a million dollars or when you're doing a refinance of your home. And that's a situation where a lot of people need to be very careful and where we're probably going to start to see some of that number fudging as well. So what a refinance is, is that you live in an existing home and maybe, you know, you guys have over time, the property has increased in value mm -hmm. and you want to take a little bit of money out because maybe you want to try and put a down payment on a condo right. or you want to pay for a graduation or a wedding or something like that, or maybe even renovations. So you decide you're going to take a little bit of extra equity out of the home. Okay. So when you try and do that, when you try and requalify yep. to take out some additional equity from the home, then you have to go through this stress test process again. Gotcha. And okay. you're considered to be uninsurable. So in that particular situation, especially amongst Canadians who are, you know, close to retirement or who have already retired, 
there's a situation where their income might not be the same as when they originally qualified for their right. mortgage. Sure. Makes perfect sense. Thanks so much for the uh, clarity around this, Leah. Appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It was great chatting with you today. We'll do it again. Thanks very much. That is Leah Zlatkin uh, with uh, LowestRates.ca and a principal broker at Bright Mortgage.